Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. My guest today is Richard Wong, and we're talking about influencer marketing. TwoQuestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. Joining me today is Richard Wong, the VP Marketing and Creator Relations at Hashtag Paid. He's a seasoned marketer who came from Procter and Gamble and Johnson and Johnson and moved into the tech world, including growing Google Source for insights, trends, and research in digital marketing. Hi, Richard. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. What an impressive background. Thank you. I guess I've lucked out. I've had some fortunate, uh, fun moves, got to work on some really awesome brands. I uh, got to take on, tackle on some really fun projects. And now this is my latest adventure. Well, I'm excited to talk to you about this latest adventure. Influencer, influencer marketing is on the rise. Um, why is it growing so much and why is it effective even or especially at the micro micro influencer level. Yeah, um, I think that this part, and I, I think I was fortunate that when I got into my career, it was like a really interesting time because when I was uh, at Procter and Gamble, like Twitter just launched, and so yeah. it was that point where okay, well, social media networks and digital has only really started becoming a real big thing probably within the last ten years. And when you think about like the whole evolution, like back then, like Facebook was just, you had a wall that you, your friends yeah. could pick you on stuff like that. Now what that's done is it's transformed the complete community. Um, and if you think about also technological advancements in our phones and our computers and camera right. equipment and creating content and like having even you or be able to run your own show. These are things that because those barriers to entry have become so much lower um, and because social media networks have now allowed people to develop such a big audience and have a huge distribution, um, it's allowed people who I call the democratization of creative talent. Yeah that whole part of this is that like, if you are talented and you're passionate, if you have kind of a vision, um, you can develop a huge following, um, or maybe not so big following, but at least a, a micro level of uh, following, anything like up to 100,000. And you can command like a really great audience who are passionate about certain topic areas. Um, I even when I was working on the YouTube team, um, there was someone who was so passionate about cleaning that she created her own YouTube channel about cleaning. I would watch um, that. Totally, right? <laughs> like, when I'm cleaning my place, I like I want to learn from a cleaning expert. Um, <laughs> YouTube and Instagram and a lot of those other type of platforms has mm -hmm. enabled us to be able to have those type of services, like and those, those type of channels, and people can create right. content on that. Um, I remember always joking that with uh, a couple of my other buddies, like, if anyone, if we ever tried to pitch a food network on like a bunch of guys getting together, um, gonna go to fast food places and gonna drink a lot of alcohol and like make our own little like, uh, like cooking show with a bunch of those, um, nobody would green light that. And like, lo and behold, like a couple of people got together and they created something called Epic Meal Time. And Epic Meal Time was huge. And, like they were definitely one of those big cusp of um, yeah. a bunch of people getting together, creating some really fun, hilarious yeah. content. Just had fun with it. And that's what we can do. So for a lot of the markers and brands, they can partner up with these people who an amazing, fun audience, who create fun, great content, uh, all around people who are passionate about certain whether it's cleaning or hilarious food um, concoctions that they can end up making. Um, that's an amazing opportunity for brands to participate with those people who create content. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
influencer marketing is such an interesting thing because I think that sometimes people think, oh, influencer marketing, totally separate thing from traditional forms of media. But TV advertising and influencer marketing, other kinds of advertising and, mar and influencer marketing, they're not mutually exclusive, right? Like you can do these things, to, what's the, you can do them together. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what we're finding so much is that the, the like the, the, I guess the barrier, the line between traditional media and social media has absolutely been blended together. Yeah. Um, we're seeing a ton of different uh, groups come together um, where they've launched something on TV with just generating mass, mass amounts of awareness, but there's also social media, um, which that's where a lot of people are spending more and more of their time every day. And brands have to be smart about blending those two together. In fact, uh, we did some, some research with uh, the Nielsen uh, research group about this different dynamic of like, well, there's traditional television and then there's social media. How do you blend those two together? How do you make sure that both of those can really work well together? And what purpose does do each Nielsen and like the, the TV stuff like that work versus what's the purpose of social media? And yeah. part of the research, what I've uncovered was the fact that um, TV advertisements and a lot of those stuff, if you have, um, like I worked, when I was working at J&J, &J, like we had the Band-Aid brand, um, the Band-Aid jingle is so like, so catchy in your head um, that people like it gets stuck in your head that when the commercial comes over there with like the big like uh product shot and like all the different science parts that go into it like yeah. those are really effective at like getting us to remember any new products anything about the brand but um so from a, a intellectual like brain stimulation side like we're aware of it but one of the things we uncovered with the nielsen research was the fact that um influencer marketing when you see whether it's um, like moms talking about like what band-aids mean to them or how they integrate it within their lives uh, or any of these different type of products that we end up uh, showcasing, that part affects us much more emotionally. And so from a consideration perspective, from, we measured it through brand perception shifts and like, did this make you feel of a brand in this certain way versus this certain way? Um, mm -hmm. The brand perception shifts are so much stronger than social media. So really they have to work together because what we say is that TV is great at generating awareness, but the influence marketing aspect of it is really good at affecting you emotionally and affecting you to like further along to like marketing, which is fun, whatever it might be. It's so interesting. I, I mean, I feel like there's a lot to unpack here. Um, do you want to join me for an after show? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> All right. So stay here. Thank you for joining me on this show. And, and we're going to go into the after show now. Viewers, if you want to watch the after show, you have to go to twoquestions.tv. That's our URL. So thanks for watching this show. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini-Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.